brought to you by the Las Cruces Sun News. This is Straight Shooter. What is going on, everybody? This is Justin Martinez, a.k.a. Jay the Sports Dude. And if you are listening right now, let me just say thank you for tuning in to Straight Shooter, the podcast where I shoot from the hip and give you everything that you need to know about the New Mexico State men's basketball team. This is episode three of our season-long journey. So if you're a returning listener, then welcome back. I missed you. And if you're new to the program, well, then welcome to the family. Where have you been all my life? Guys, we have a lot to talk about today. So sit back and relax because I got you i'm coming to you from a place i like to call the saloon so bartender what do we have on tap for today on tap today is a timeline of new mexico state's quarantine schedule updates an interview with cj roberts and a financial breakdown of the aggies stay in phoenix Alrighty, thank you, bartender. It's time for segment number one, which is something I was hoping I wouldn't have to cover at any point this season. New Mexico State paused all basketball activities on Saturday after a player tested positive for COVID-19. Now I'm going to go into the timeline of it all and talk about where the Aggies go from here. So New Mexico State has been following the NCAA's testing protocol, which requires teams to get tested three times per week. The entire group, that's players, coaches, and trainers, tested negative last Monday, and they then tested again on Thursday before traveling to Santa Cruz, California on Friday. This was for a pair of road games, the first being at Santa Clara on Saturday and then at Cal Poly on Monday. Now, that batch of tests from Thursday was the one that contained the positive result. New Mexico State got those results late Friday night after they had already landed and practiced in Santa Cruz that evening. And once that happened, the team canceled both road games and took two buses back to its home base in Phoenix Saturday afternoon. The first bus contained the player who tested positive along with other people he came in contact with, and the second bus contained the rest of the group. The Aggies then arrived in Phoenix at around 2.30 a.m. on Sunday and immediately got tested to not only see if it was a false positive, but see if any more people now were also testing positive. So following that, the team got tested again on Monday and Tuesday. Now, Sunday and Monday's test results have already come in, and they haven't changed. Only one positive among the group, the same player. Tuesday's results, however, have yet to come in, but the team should have them, I'd imagine, within the next 24 to 48 hours, seeing as the previous tests have taken about that long. While all of this is going on, New Mexico State is in full quarantine mode. Nobody is leaving their rooms. Meals are being brought directly to people. No basketball activities are going on whatsoever. And to get a better idea of how long this could last, UTEP just finished dealing with a very similar situation. The team received one positive test within the group, paused all activities for six days, and is now back to playing basketball. So it might not be too long until we see New Mexico State on the court again. But when exactly that'll happen is unknown. Aggies head coach Chris Jans was asked about that in his weekly press conference on Monday, and he said an official plan or timeline to return wouldn't be flushed out until the team's test results come in. So that's what we're waiting on right now. And until then, basketball is on hold for the Aggies. Alrighty guys, so that buzzer means it's time for segment number two. Basketball activities are on hold for New Mexico State, and that goes for scheduling as well. The Aggies have been putting together their slate of non-conference games on the fly so far. The game against Santa Clara that was supposed to happen this past Saturday was announced on Friday, so that's how fluid this process has been, but that has changed with the one positive test within the group. We talked about the Santa Clara and the Cal Poly games being canceled, and the Aggies dropped another contest from their schedule on Monday. New Mexico State was 
will not play Arizona this Saturday in Tucson as originally planned. The Aggies held out hope of keeping this one on the schedule, but the Wildcats went ahead and replaced them with UTEP. So it's now the Miners who will face Arizona this Saturday in Tucson, and that's obviously a big blow for the Aggies. This would have not only been New Mexico State's first Division I opponent of the season, but its first Power 5 foe on top of that, which obviously comes with television deals, more money to be made, etc. Definitely a great opportunity to boost the resume, which we know the Aggies need, seeing as they're in a conference that doesn't have those marquee names. Now, Jans didn't rule out the possibility of playing Arizona later down the line, but it would take some changes to the Wildcats' schedule, so we'll see if that happens. Now, as I said, Jans and his staff have been working the phones every day, but that too is now on hold while all of this gets sorted out. Remember, New Mexico State begins WAC play on January 8th, which is exactly 30 days away, so they have until that time to play some non-conference games and hopefully some meaningful ones at that because as of right now, they only have a pair of NAIA wins under their belts. That's yet another issue for the Aggies to deal with, but similar to the rest of the team's basketball activities, they won't begin addressing it until the test results come in. Alrighty guys, so I've given you the details of how New Mexico State found itself in quarantine mode, but what better way to learn what it's like in that bubble right now than to talk to someone who is currently there. Here is my interview with junior guard CJ Roberts, bartender. Change the channel real quick. You got it, boss. Alrighty guys, so I am joined by one of the new faces for New Mexico State, a guy who's already carved out a considerable role on the team that should only get bigger these next few weeks, making his straight shooter debut, CJ Roberts. Welcome to the show, my man. How are you doing today? Good, man. How are you? I'm doing fantastic. How's the uh, the bubble life in Phoenix treating you so far? Oh, uh, man, it's different, but I mean, everybody gets used to it. Yeah, I know you guys are in quarantine mode right now after pausing basketball activities on uh, on Saturday, I believe. Just what was that day like? You guys are already in California, right? Can you kind of just walk me through how all of that stuff unfolded? Uh, well, I don't think most of us didn't find out until like the morning of when we got the breakfast and stuff. So, I mean, for me, it was just kind of like, it was kind of, it hurt me a little bit because, you know, I was ready to play and we was actually, we was going to play a good team in Santa Clara. You know, that was going to be a real good, real good game for our team overall to just like get going and get, get up on the right foot. You know, we played two NAIs and I felt like us playing that D1, we would have won that game. That would have been good for us. Yeah. So you guys had to take a, what was it, like a 12-hour bus ride or something like that back to Phoenix? Yeah, it was like 14. It felt like the whole day. Really? When did you guys get back? Yeah, like late, 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 like three. Really? And you guys have been testing ever since then, right? I think you got it that same morning? Like three days. Yeah, no, we got it. We, we got off the bus and like walked in, everybody dropped their stuff off and we got tested like 15 minutes after. Gotcha. Now, what's it been like these these past few days? Is it pretty much just locked into your room, pretty much? Yeah, I mean, a lot of video games. I've been watching basketball. Ain't really nothing else to do. Yeah. What sort of video games are you playing to pass the time? Uh, playing, I play Madden and uh, Call of Duty. Okay. You're from uh, North Richland Hills, right? So maybe Cowboys fan, I'm guessing? No, I ain't no Cowboys fan. I'm not from North Richland Hills either. I'm from Irvin. But I mean, nah, a lot of a lot of people in my family are Cowboys fans. I'm not really a Cowboys fan, no. Okay, gotcha. So who are you playing with? Anybody? I like players, so I play with like Odell. I love Odell heavy. 
play with the Browns. I play with Lamar Jackson. He tough. I like Tom Brady. He good too. So I just play with different people. Got you. Who's the uh, Who's the best Madden player on the team? I don't know. J Five would probably say he is, but I ain't. Tennessee would probably say he the best too. I don't think he the best. We got to see. Okay, I know he's the Cowboys fan in the group, or one of them, right? <laughs> yeah, man. I, is he a Cowboys fan? Yeah, Tennessee. Yeah, yeah. Okay. He makes that known every Sunday. That makes sense. That makes sense. That makes sense. Yeah. So I guess just what's kind of the the mood with the group right now as you guys are having the quarantine? I mean, it's not the end of the world. So we all see that we're going to eventually get to play again. So we're just all excited for that, just itching and way and get back on the court. I mean, it's like we get rest. So, I mean, I guess that's a plus right before we go into conference. So, we get more rest than other teams would. Most teams are playing two, three games a week. So, yeah, definitely. Now, I know that uh, you guys had a game that you were hoping to maybe get on the schedule against Arizona this upcoming Saturday, but that's been dropped. So, I'm really looking forward to that. I know Division One opponent, but a Power Five opponent on top of that. Yeah, it would have been good for us. Especially, I ain't played against the Power 5 school since I was at one. So, I mean, yeah. that would have been fun. Yeah. Now, it seems like whenever you guys do get back onto the court, you're going to have an even bigger role in those first two games against uh, Arizona Christian, Benedict Mesa, especially with Jabari Rice um, sort of healing right now. Just are you ready to take on that bigger role on the team? Yeah, I mean, uh, all the coaches, they've been preparing me for this moment, uh, helping me get, I get better every day in practice. Uh, they help me you know, still coaching me every day. So, I mean, I feel like I'm prepared for this moment. Yeah. What do you think you've learned from those first two games that you can take into the rest of the season? Uh, I think the biggest thing, I mean, I just play hard all the time, not take any plays off, not relax. Yeah. What's sort of been the biggest adjustment period, I guess, from going from JUCO to, to now playing on a Division One squad? Uh, I'd probably say the preparation. The preparation is different. You know, a lot of, like, JUCO, you know, we don't – most JUCOs don't really have the tools necessary to get a real full-on scout. Most of the time, you're just watching the game that they play. I hear we got scout. We They tell you he like to go left or he, he shoot 22% going right or 45% going left. And I think that preparation is definitely a big adjustment because those are things that you have to take in and listen when, you, when you're doing scouting. Yeah, you mentioned the scouting. I'd imagine a lot of that is kind of going just at late notice because a lot of these games are being picked sort of on the fly. Yeah, for yeah that's, what makes it, that's what makes it harder. Yeah, definitely. How have you managed, I guess, just stay focused with kind of that short notice type of timeline? Uh, really, our coaches. Our coaches do everything in their power to keep us focused, keep our head on straight, not worry. Like, they want us to let them worry about all the stuff happening off the court. We control, we control on the court practicing and stuff like that so that's really all it is they do a great job of helping us stay stay focused yeah definitely I know you guys are itching to get back onto the court safe to say that first team you guys face is going to be in a little bit of trouble because it looks like you guys are going to be ready for it man we ready (laughs) definitely well the way that I like to end out these episodes uh CJ's I like to give nickname ideas to the guy that I'm talking to. So if you have some time, I'd like to just kind of go a couple of your way. You tell me how you feel about him. All right, let me, let me hear him. All right, so the first one starting off, we got to see it in that Arizona Christian game. You went on a nice little scoring spree of your own. You're definitely capable 
of catching fire. So I thought about Spree J Roberts. How about that one? <laughs> that's, that's funny. I ain't never heard that one before. Okay, so that's a thumbs up on that one. Yeah, I like that one. All right, now for the next one, I apologize. I looked up on your uh, on your page and it said you were from North North Richland Hills. So that's what I'm. Yeah, that's what it. Yeah, I don't know why I say that. I think um, that's be. I think they do it based off like the high school you went to. Right, because you went to Richland, right? Yeah. Yeah. So okay. they do it like that. So maybe you could still apply this one to your high school. Yeah, let me hear. Let me hear. You have gone the JUCO route. And you managed to fight your way up to this Division One place. So you definitely are a fighter. So I thought the Richland Rambo. How are you feeling about that? <laughs> Richland Rambo. Nah, my old – my principals and stuff would love to hear that. They must say Richland. They would love to hear that one. Yes, sir. But yeah, I'm going to get that a thumbs up too. Okay, okay. And then for our last one, you do rock the number zero. We know that you're cold on the court. So how about Sub-Zero? How are you feeling about that one? Oh, that's the one right there. That's the one, Sub-Zero? That's the one right there. That's the one right there. There you go. Ending it with a bang. Well, CJ, I appreciate it, man. Thank you so much for taking time to talk to me. And uh, hopefully we get to see you out on the court there soon, man. Appreciate it, man. Thank you for having me. Yes, sir. You take care. Alrighty, guys. So that was CJ Roberts talking about what it's like in New Mexico State's bubble right now, his role with the team moving forward and more. Big shout out to Sub-Zero for taking the time to talk to me. I think that was my personal favorite as well. Let me know which nickname you guys like the most in the comment section below. And now let's move on with the show. Alrighty, guys, so that buzzer means it's time for segment number four, which is something people have been asking me to discuss. It's a financial breakdown of New Mexico State's stay in Phoenix. The Aggies were uprooted from the comfort of Las Cruces due to state restrictions, and they found a home at Arizona Grand Resort and Spa. This is where they're staying and practicing, and the team is hoping to find a place to host its games in the area as well. But with all of that comes a price tag. So here's a look at just how much this is costing New Mexico State and where that money is coming from. Now, the Aggies are currently staying at Arizona Grand Resort and Spa for five weeks. That began on November 17th, and it runs through December 22nd. During that time, New Mexico State Deputy Athletic Director Bron Cartwright estimates the cost of rooms, testing, and meals will amount to $99,000, and this number could grow if New Mexico State has to stay in Phoenix past that five-week period, which is likely going to be the case considering state restrictions in New Mexico aren't easing up anytime soon. Aggie AD Mario Mocha has already said that they have talked about the possibility of extending their stay at the resort should that be the case, but that would mean they'd be looking at another $20,000 per week. Now, to help with these expenses, the team set up its Donate for State campaign, which is a fundraiser for both the men's and the women's basketball team. As of today, New Mexico State has gotten $74,060 out of its $100,000 goal. So if you'd like to help out, you can do so on DonateForState.com. That's Donate, the number four, State.com. There are also more expenses for the Aggies to deal with. Our very own Jason Groves reported yesterday that New Mexico State spent around $5,000 total dollars for its games against Arizona Christian and Benedicting Mesa, and the team is likely going to see similar numbers for its future WAC home games. The Aggies have looked into the Prescott Valley Event Center, which is where the Phoenix Suns G League team plays, and that will cost $4,000 per contest. They've also looked into Grand Canyon's facilities, the Veterans Memorial Coliseum, and even a larger ballroom at the Arizona Grand Resort and Spa, where they are staying. Now, there are no cost estimates for those locations at this time, but either way, all of these expenses obviously were not originally factored into New Mexico State's annual budget, along with the loss of revenue from football with its cancellation of guaranteed games, 
ticket sales, etc. The Aggies athletic department has balanced the books 10 out of the last 11 years, but Mocha says that will not be the case in 2020. The department is expected to go $3 million over its budget for this year. So that's a look at the financial aspect of things for New Mexico State. And this feels weird, guys. This is normally where the buzzer will sound and I'll preview New Mexico State's upcoming game. But there's nothing to preview at the moment, unfortunately. Hopefully, that'll be a different story in next week's episode. But for now, that is going to do it for episode three of Straight Shooter. I know it was a shorter one, but thank you so much for listening. If you enjoyed this episode, please leave a like, share it with the rest of Aggie Nation, and consider subscribing or following, depending on whatever platform you're listening to this on. If you guys want to stay up to date with all things Aggie Hoops, make sure to follow me on Twitter at JadaSportsDude and subscribe to the Las Cruces Sun News. This has been Justin Martinez, a.k.a. Jada Sports Dude, and I'll see you guys next Wednesday. I'm out.